Hi, this is Tom Field, Edit Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking today with Ian Glover, the President of the Council of Registered Ethical Security Testers, CREST. Well, Ian, what can you tell us about CREST for people that don't know the organization? Give us some background on how long the organization's been around and what its objectives are, please. CREST has been around now for, for around about four years. Um, I would say we've probably been in, in true operation for around about two and a half years of that. So it, it took us probably 18 months to get a number of the competing uh, penetration testing companies in the UK uh, to act in a, in a unified way and, and establish the standards we needed to, to implement uh, CRESTS in, in, in the UK initially. The, the aim of the organisation is was initially to uh, represent the information um, security penetration testing industry. But since we've been established, we've already got pressure from, from a number of areas to cover other things like wireless applications and, uh, and network forensics, so in other words, malware analysis, reverse engineering, and, and those types of disciplines. Um, our aim really is to, is to provide a demonstrable level of assurance uh, of the processes and procedures of our member companies. So, so what we do is we carry out audits of the companies that are providing these types of services, which provides a much greater level of assurance to those people buying those services. We also validate the competence and skills of the individual security testers um, through both um, multiple choice, uh, a long form written examination, and a really difficult set of uh, practical examinations. Um, we, we work in the industry as well to try and influence the standards and influence the future direction of, of the industry itself. So, so for example, we work with we work with software vendors at the moment, looking at responsible reporting, and we're working with a number of um, uh, governments looking at the, the future direction of information uh, assurance from a professionalisation perspective. Ian, how would you say the organisation's objectives have been met so far? In terms of the uh, the company side, then in the UK we represent around about 25 um, of the of the major penetration testing organisations, uh, which is which is I think a significant percentage of those people providing those services in a professional manner. Um, we've probably got at the moment around about 12 organisations that would like to join, of, of which two are going through the process, which I think stand a very good chance. They're, they're mature organisations with good security controls, um, good personnel controls, and, and understand how to scope and run appropriate penetration testers. We've probably got another set that, that, that need coaching, so in other words, they, they need to mature their processes and procedures to become more mature in this marketplace and provide a better service. And then there's another percentage of organisations which, which are really inappropriate um, in terms of the level of professionalisation they have within their organisation. Um, we specifically decided to stay UK-centric um, for our first uh, sort of um, uh, year or so in the organisation, although we had a large number of requests from overseas um, to, to establish chapters and to look at how we would operate. Um, we now have a very clear view and a strategy of how we can implement uh, CREST overseas, and certainly the, the number and variety of countries now that are requesting our services. and trying to work out how best to implement them within country is, is increasing quite significantly. So I think in a very short period of time we've, we've gone from sort of nothing to being a sort of de facto standard and then moving towards uh, being the sort of choice area for both 
professional services organizations and the people who work for them. You talked about wanting to have an impact on the profession. What impact would you say Crest has had so far in information security? If, if you look at penetration testing, then I used to run, run an awful lot of different disciplines within, within the information security area. And, and certainly the, the penetration testing area was, was, if you like, the backwater. So in other words, it was, it was difficult to regulate. It was quite a difficult area to manage. Um, it was an extremely difficult area to, to recruit good people in. So, so it was a very immature marketplace at that time. Um, I think in the time that we've been established, we've, we've really moved ahead in terms of the overall professionalization. And we've, we've, we've gone ahead of a number of the other areas in, in the information security domain. So the qualifications we have are really professional qualifications. And the combination of having a, uh, a validated skill and competence with the individual and then knowing that that individual works within an organization that supports and structures the work I, I think has moved it ahead significantly. And what we're now seeing is a number of other disciplines um, where, for example, um, uh, security architects, where they're really looking at how they can start to professionalize their areas and looking at the way that we've adopted it and trying to adopt similar standards. Ian, what would you say are the biggest challenges, which may be threats, to CREST today? And how is the organization responding to these challenges? In, in terms of threats, then, then it, it's a very interesting question because because we have a number of threats. We we can almost suffer from from our success, um, and and I'm very glad that we made the decision to to make sure that all of our processes, procedures, and and the way we operate and enact business um, was was done in, in a controlled way within the UK first. So in other words, we looked at this in a very careful way, in a very considered way, to make sure that, that we had everything in place. We believe that we've got an extremely good model now that we can roll out to, to, to other countries, which, which includes the, the company membership and the audit, and also the ability to, uh, to provide remote access to our examinations, and then once the trust is there, to, to move our technical rigs over to different countries so that they can run them in, in their own. I think there is always a risk with, with growth, and, and if we don't get those procedures right and we don't implement this in a considered way, than anything that could jeopardise the quality of the, uh, the services that we provide. In other words, if, if all of a sudden our standards are lowered because we've introduced um, our examinations and, and our assessments to the company into a different domain, we would certainly have an adverse effect on us. So, so we could almost suffer with the success of trying to drive these things too fast, too quickly. But, but I believe that we try to manage that by, by taking a very considered and conservative approach. And, and trying to roll it out in, in, a, in, a, in a very considered manner. Um, from the other side, I, I don't see too many other qualifications coming around in, in this area. So, so from, from a competitive threat, because we're a not-for-profit organisation, we are not directly associated with any training organisation, and, and really we can make a decision about whether or not somebody passes or fails purely on, purely on their ability, as we do in terms of the um, the assessment of the companies. So there's no major drive of us to, to make money in this area, although the more money we make, the more money we can put back in and, as an investment. A couple of times now you've spoken about growth. Where do you see the organization's greatest growth potential as you look to expand from the UK? 
we, we had an original strategy which was which was to go to South Africa. Um, in South Africa there is there is a mature penetration testing market. Um, there are service providers out there. We had some money and a champion and, and there was a, an awful lot of emphasis in terms of trying to move the whole process forward. The the strategy from there was to then drop back into into Mongolian Europe. Um, probably to go into Germany because there's, there's an awful lot of interest in Germany in terms of what we're doing um, and then probably drop into Holland to cover NATO go up into the Nordic region, regions because of the number of penetration testers and probably drop back down into Luxembourg because of the, um, the financial regulatory marketplace so, so we had quite a clear view about where we were going to go um, I think the United States was, was a long way off that um, I've, I've worked with, with MIST in the past and and I think that the, those types of organisations in the States provide a, an excellent service and, and really are, are at the forefront of driving some of these things forward. So I'd anticipated that, uh, that there would be duplicate activities happening in the States. Um, what we found is that um, whilst people are looking at some standards in that area, they really haven't got the, um, the type of professional qualification that, that we are running at the moment. So, so I really think that... Um, if there is enough driver from, from the US government uh, in terms of professionalisation and there is enough um, emphasis put behind it by some of the international companies that we provide services to, then the United States will take off extremely quickly and that's, that's really a, uh, a massive market in terms of, of the provision of service. I think that some of the people in the US that have taken our exam have been uh, extremely surprised about how difficult it is. Um, if you compare it to the other qualifications that are available in this space, they are introductory qualifications where are we, we are looking at, at true professionals. People have been doing this, seasoned professionals that, that have got an awful lot of track record. So, so I think that there is going to be a significant growth in the States uh, once there is a demand and then once there's a recognition from the, the supply community that they need to professionalise their act to make sure that inappropriate organisations can't steal areas of their marketplace. A final question for you, Ian. For somebody that wants to enter this profession today, what advice would you give to them? We've started to put together a, a, a program for uh, for universities, and, and I'm trying to to put a bit more technology around that to make it easier to, to roll out. So, so we're, we're currently talking to around about four different universities um, uh, who who cover either. Uh, network security, or have specific modules in their in their first degree courses or their master's degree courses on penetration testing. Um, my advice to them is they've got to be very careful what they do. Uh, in the past, there was there was the opportunity in this industry to to be a hacker, to do inappropriate things, and then people would employ you. I think in the future that's not going to be the case. Um, this concept of poacher term gamekeeper I don't think is, is actually the most appropriate way to, to manage this, this, this type of business um, so I'm really telling them that they should be working in a controlled environment they should be knowledgeable about the tools and the operating systems and if they want to look at applications they need to be very knowledgeable about how, how web applications are, are developed and produced um, but they need to do this in a very controlled way it's, it's not going to be the case in the future that that they can hide away in terms of things they've done when they're young because because of social networking and um, both active and passive information that's held with about them on the internet. So so if they do things wrong early, then I think that's going to cause them some quite big problems. Um, 
if you're trying to get into the industry, then things like the Cyber Security Challenge, which I know runs in the US and, and we've got an excellent version of it in the UK, provides people with the opportunity to see what sorts of careers and things are available. In addition to that, um, I think that if somebody wants to get into this domain, they, it, it is a really exciting place to be. Um, and, and if they wanted to find out anything about this as, a, as an industry or these as, as a particular area of interest for their career, then they can contact Crest through our website or they can call me uh, in the UK and, and certainly we'll provide them with, with advice and guidance. And we'll, we'll try to put them in touch with, I won't call them mentors, but people that are at different points of their careers in, in penetration testing. And I think that will give them a really good insight so to just what an exciting place this is to work and, 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 and how exhilarating it is to, to work in this type of research environment, which is really what it is, and to come out with things that I think are, are really interesting and work with really exciting and bright people. Ian, this has been insightful. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with me today. That's no problem at all. If there's ever anything else you, you wanted me to cover, then, then please feel free to, to organize it, and, I'll, and I'm more than happy to speak again. We've been talking with Ian Glover. He's the president of the Council of Registered Ethical Security Testers, CREST. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.